When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast, brought to you as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast here at the DNVR headquarters. I'm Susie Hunter, and we are crushing it with spring training news. We have so much to get into. We are going to hear from Chris Bryant regarding his first spring training after his injury-filled first season with the Rockies. We are going to hear from Zach Veen on his off-season gains. This guy put in the work in the off-season, and he wants you to notice it right now. Uh, and we're going to hear from Patrick Lyons in a little bit, and he's going to give us all of the latest, because um, we know he's been in the clubhouse all morning talking to guys, asking all kinds of weird questions, because that's his style. We're going to hear from him in a little bit. And also, we have a no-hat Jake appearing on the show in a little bit. Don't show him. Don't show him. It's a surprise appearance. <laughs> but yeah, this is going to be, we're going to have a fun time today. We got some baseball headlines too to get into. But first, we have an opening day starter. JK, JK. Uh, but it was announced um, earlier today that um, Noah Davis, right-handed pitcher Noah Davis, will make the start on Saturday at that first spring training game. So no opening day starter. We love to ask Bud Black way early about this all the time. And he gets so annoyed, but like in a fun way. So, uh, yeah, that first game is on Saturday at 110. I believe Patrick will be there. That'll be fun. But, yeah, we also have to talk about Chris Bryant because Patrick caught up with Chris Bryant yesterday. And we got that update on how he is feeling, how he feels going into this next season, and just how disappointing it was to not be there for his teammates last season. Alyssa, are we ready to roll that? Ooh, let's roll it. What was that frustration level like for you last year? Because it's, it's ultimately out of your control and can't be on the field. Yeah, I mean, you just feel like you, you lost some time just to do some special things with your teammates. Just more so towards the end of the year there where things were scuffling a little bit and I couldn't be there and fight with them and go through the, the tough times with them. And um, Because ultimately that's kind of what makes you the ball player that you are is how you respond to the failures and what you do about it and the guys here had great attitudes about it and they're coming into the spring training hungrier than ever so that's a good spot to be. Coupled with the um, you know shortened spring training last year and the fact that you you started you know maybe two weeks earlier you feel better at the start of this year than, than last year would you say? Uh, yeah I mean last year was different I was essentially home for an extra month with the lockout and things like that. So it's just really hard to compare. I know that how I'm feeling right now is where I want to be. So it's good to just kind of focus on this year and get myself back on track and feeling good and getting as many reps and live BPs as possible just to get ready for the season. I love this comment we just got from Henry. He says, I sense Chris will have a breakout season to silence all the haters. Woo! I love that. I would love to see Chris Bryan have a breakout season. And, of course, we know that Bud Black said that he is the cog in this machine. He is such an important piece of the Rockies' success. 
He's called him the aircraft carrier before. So Chris Bryant is the key to seeing the Rockies really pop off this season. I hope we get to see that. That would be super fun. I think we would all really enjoy that. But yeah, Chris Bryant. It's so, I love hearing, I mean, I don't love that he was disappointed, but I love that he is so open and honest about how disappointing it is to just not be there to help your teammates, to not be able to contribute the way that you were expected to contribute. I mean, he's making all that money. I would assume he feels obligated to, you know, be a part of all of it. All right. We also have some fresh sound from Zach Veen, because Zach Veen, okay, first of all, um, uh, you know, very, very new, very new to this kind of situation, this, um, you know, the big league spring training, the big kids camp. He answered a lot of questions. He is definitely someone that people are keeping an eye on, too, not just Ezekiel Tovar. But, yeah, Zach Veen has worked super hard to just put on muscle this offseason. He really wants to make a splash this spring training. Uh, he said that he feels like a new player since his time in double A. Between Double A and the Arizona Fall League, he's like, "Oh no, I'm a different guy. I'm a totally different player." He wants people to see that, but um, we have a quick little little clip from him. Alyssa, are we ready for that too? Yes, let's play it. I learned a lot from my time in Double A, and um, I think going into the Fall League, uh, I was a new player, honestly, and um, you know, I felt like I almost remolded myself in a way, and um, you know, I feel like I'm getting the most out of uh, Zach Veen now. Yeah, I knew I wanted to uh, honestly gain at least 20 pounds. You know, I wanted to make an appearance when I came in, a little bit more physical. And, um, you know, I think uh, that's only going to improve every aspect of my game doing that. Yeah, apparently he not only did he put on his goal, his goal was 20 pounds to put on 20 pounds of muscle. Uh, and I think he said he put on 23. Uh, Thomas Harding also asked Zach Veen, uh, who are the guys that he is looking to? Who does he look up to at this big league spring training camp? And he said, oh, you know, I'm, of course, I'm looking up to the veterans, but like especially B-Rod. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, like B-Rod's only been around for a couple of years. So it's like so funny that Zach Veen sees him. As a veteran. That's adorable. But, yeah, Zach Veen is a big B-Rod guy. They kind of have the same style. They've got, like, a similar thing going on. I like I like to see that. Um, uh, we also have some baseball headlines to get into. They're all, like, semi-Rockies related. Uh, Chad Cool's wife, Amanda, underwent a double mastectomy on Wednesday following her breast cancer diagnosis just a couple of weeks ago. But they posted on social media she's doing well. So we are wishing the Cool family well because once you're Rocks fam, you are always Rocks fam. And we loved having them out in Denver last season. So wishing them the best. But what a, what a crazy situation. She is so young. Cancer is no joke. We are, we are sending our prayers and our good vibes. Also, the most good vibes person out there, Spilly, Ryan Spielborgs. He has announced that he is joining the Friday night baseball broadcasts on Apple TV. But don't worry, he's not going anywhere in terms of the Rockies broadcasts. He'll still be around. He'll just be doing a lot of flying. So I love that. Spilly's a riot. Um, and I'm excited that we get to share him now with the Apple TV audience every single Friday. I think that'll be a lot of fun. We are going to hear from Patrick in a little bit. We are going to harass Jake in a little bit. But first, <clears throat> we might be harassing Jake sooner than we think. We're going to talk about how amazing it is to be a diehard here at DNVR. 
And all of the action happens at the corner of Colfax in New York, the DNVR bar. We've got events and watch parties all the time. We've got incredible stuff coming up this weekend, too. So check thednvr.com to see our list of all of our events coming up. And if you're not a diehard already, you are missing out on 15% off your bar tab when you do come in, either for a watch party or just a regular night of the week. Maybe you want to come in for pretzels and beer like we've been doing for dinner every night, which is not healthy. We have other options, but it's so good. <laughs> it is so freaking good. This is a pretzel week for us for sure. So you're getting 15% off that bar tab. You're getting 20% off of everything from dnvrlocker.com. And you're getting 20% off of our Broncos tailgates, our nuggets, party buses. We have so many cool things that you are going to save on if you are a diehard. You're getting extra raffle tickets to win free gear. Someone won a snowboard here once. That's insane to me. You are getting all access to, to our diehards only Discord. We don't have to talk to jerks. You don't have to talk about politics. You can just talk about Rockies baseball or whatever other sport you want to talk about. There's a channel for everyone. So yeah, head to thednvr.com to get involved. Get on it. We got to talk about Shady Rays. And I brought in some help because I have already lost my Shady Rays. And I'm still, I still haven't put in for my replacement yet. That's on me, not on Shady Rays. They got a good thing going. But check this out. We have Jake Schwanitz here. Channeling Coach Prime. Looking cool as heck. Always. No hat Jake right now. He's here. I can't believe you ever wear a hat. Sorry. <laughs> not Sorry. <laughs> Um, how much do you love your Shady Rays? How many compliments are you catching on these? Endless amounts of compliments. I actually really love my Shady Rays. I wear them all the time. I kind of have like freak out moments when I don't know where they are <laughs> and I have to like find them immediately. I love them. But you know what? You don't have to freak out because they have a lost or broken guarantee Very where if true. you lose them or break them, they will replace them. And what other company is doing that? None other than the fantastic Shady Rays. I'm so glad you're here for this. I miss, <laughs> I miss my Shady Rays so much. Listen, Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that is just as good as any expensive pair that I've worn. They are so nice. Durable frames, very clear optics, great for outdoor activities, great for just looking cool, great for just looking like a vibe. And that is not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection the most insane protection in all of eyewear. We've mentioned every pair of sunglasses is backed by their lost and broken replacements. So if you lose them, if you break them, they will send you a brand new pair. They're not even going to ask questions, which is good because I get embarrassed by how often <laughs> I lose things. So wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And if you don't love them, exchange it for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. So this is an offer exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DNVR or visit them in store at the Park Meadows Mall for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses so try it for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by more than 200,000 people whoo and you get to look like jake oh he already took them off wait i'm gonna put them there on there you go camera back on me let's go 
Oh, Wait, these are nice. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, these look good on me too. Maybe you're going to put in for a new pair. No, those are they mine. Because yours were stolen. Uh, I don't think so. I committed a crime no, no. live on YouTube. Give those back. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, if you are hurt by this. Me? Are you hurt by this? No. Just emotionally, not physically. Sure. But if you're ever physically hurt at work, you know who's there uh, for you. Yes. <laughs> Could it be our friends at Bacchus and Shanker? Friends at Bacchus and Shanker. Uh, I'm so glad you're here just to like assist on ad reads because this makes it fun. Of course. Um, Bacchus and Shanker have won over $1 billion for their clients. <laughs> yes, Shanker. <laughs> when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help you Backus and Shaker wins for Colorado families. They're helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. And they are free. It is free until they win money in your case. There is no upfront, upfront fee to speak with anyone about your case. No fee while they work on it. No fee unless they are winning money for you. Backus and Shaker has won, as Jake mentioned, more than $1 billion for Colorado for their clients here in Colorado and now they have even more locations all over the state including neighborhood offices in Denver Aurora Englewood Fort Collins because Bacchus and Shanker has the strength and the power to win your case they've got more than 30 lawyers and I think about 100 staff they have so many people on the case for you so listen Bacchus and Shanker helps to win any kind of injury case when you weren't at fault they can even help if you're injured at work. So call them at 222-2222. That is all two lows in case you need help remembering it. And find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker wins. Was that an ecam noise that I hear, heard? Was that a Patrick noise? Let's get Patrick Lyons on the line. The Lyons line. I love this. I'm so excited. I need to hear from Patrick because I feel like he must have had a busy morning. I've barely heard from him this morning. I know that he's already heard from Bud Black. No, we talked to Chris Bryant yesterday. We just heard it. Great stuff. I need to know what else. I need the tea. I need to know more about the Tamagotchis. Tamagotchis? Oh, you didn't hear about the Tamagotchis? No, but I can't wait to hear. Oh, yeah. So Brian Servant has a Tamagotchi. And Did we he don't name know, it? And we don't know why. He named it after Ryan McMahon's wife. Interesting. So it seems okay. like they're calling the Tamagotchi Nat. All right. So it's just like, yeah, there's always some bit. This is the first bit of spring training. Tamagotchi season? It's Tamagotchi season. Let's go. <laughs> Did you have a Tamagotchi? When I was like four. That little? I feel like that's a choking hazard for a four-year-old. Th these are the little digital animals that you just feed and take care of, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was like four. I was in elementary school, and I remember it would always die because I wouldn't check it during school because you're not allowed to, and then it would die all the time. Yeah, mine always died. This is very upsetting. Do we still have Patrick? Yeah. Let's bring him in. Patrick, what is up? Um, it looks like it's still a little chilly down there at spring training. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. The sun is out, so uh, it is making things feel a little bit warmer. There is no snow on the ground. There is not a lot of wind. So I have zero room to complain whatsoever. So mom's the word on that. It's, it feels more like spring training right now, thankfully. I love to hear that. Um, what are you guys talking about this morning? What was the conversation with Bud Black? I know you guys have already spoken. So what is on everyone's radar today? Well, Noah Davis was announced as the starter for the Cactus League opener on Saturday against the Diamondbacks. Doesn't mean a, a much in general, 
but if you remember back to last year, Ty Block did start the uh, the first game in the Cactus League for the Rockies last year, and he ultimately ended up making the team as a long reliever uh, on the opening day roster. So is that somewhat of an indicator that perhaps Noah Davis, uh, you know, has some kind of inside edge uh, at, at being in, in the bullpen? Perhaps. Uh, but one of the things that Bud Black did say this morning is that the team still views him as a starter, even though, you know, he made his debut last year, late in the year, uh, even after getting called up before Gavin Hollowell. Hollowell got into a couple games. Davis had to wait. Uh, but Davis is a starting pitcher. Uh, if things change in the bullpen, certainly they, they will look uh, at Davis as being an option in the bullpen. But for right now, he's a starting pitcher, and he'll go about two innings there on uh, on Saturday at Salt River Fields uh, against the D-backs that I always started up in the Cactus League, those two teams uh, doing that since uh, going back to 2011 when this complex was first opened up. Uh, speaking of the D-backs, uh, were you on the Diamondbacks podcast for our friends at PHNX yesterday? Is that what I saw? I was contracted out uh, to work for a, another faction there. Uh, me and Derek uh, were having a, a good time. Yeah, talking about Diamondbacks prospects. You know, they are the they're somewhat of the darling uh, all around Major League Baseball. They're they're a sleeper pick that a lot of people are not sleeping on. So I don't know how much of a sleeper pick that is exactly, uh, but nevertheless, they've got a ton of prospects there. You know, a year or two, I'd probably say two years ahead of where the Rockies are at right now uh, as far as their development. So um, they're, they're looking strong and, and they're trying to, you know, flip the script a little bit instead of being one of the, one of the worst teams in the West as they've been over the last handful of years. Um, they could be, you know, one of the best if things break right with their prospects and they play well. So that was a fun time uh, hanging out with Derek and, and talking about that. Do you think the Rockies can kind of follow suit with what the D-backs are doing because they have so many great prospects coming up? We have so many great prospects coming up that you are watching. I mean, are we kind of – is this a process of this whole division getting flipped upside down in the next couple of years? I mean, it very well could. Um, if the Do Dodgers are still going to be the Dodgers, so uh, they will never be on the bottom. You know, even in, in some of their down years where they weren't making the postseason, you know, they're still a middling club. Uh, they've got a lot figured out. Um, so that, that part won't happen. The Padres – they're still talking about spending. Peter Seidler says, yeah, no, this is uh, this is doable over the long haul. So, again, they're they're always going to be in the mix and uh, may only have a couple down years. The Giants always spend. They always make it interesting. Even if you might not know the entire roster, they could win 107 games like they did in 2021. So you kind of can't count them out. But the Diamondbacks, um, yeah, their, their uh, methodology and the way they've gotten to, to where they're at some of it, I wouldn't say is tanking, but, you know, they did have a 100-loss season there. It allowed them to have, I think, you know, seven picks uh, in the first, you know, two rounds, the first 60-some selections. So they were really able to bolster uh, their prospect pool and their farm system uh, in one draft alone. You know, they also went out and traded Zach Greinke. You know, they're not afraid to trade away their veteran guys. Sure, it will hurt them over the final two months of the season and they'll lose more games and there'll be less fans in the ballpark. But they will get uh, better prospects. They'll get better players that could possibly help them in the future when they are more relevant. So that's the biggest thing I think that the Rockies need to take uh, from the Diamondbacks playbook is saying, you know what, if we are out of it and really not going to contend, we, we got to offload some of those guys like, like CJ Crone, Randall Gritchick, who's a free agent after the year. And one name that has really been floated around a bunch and we haven't talked about it, but a guy who get, could get traded at the deadline if the Rockies are out of it, and the phone calls are right and the offers are good, it's Charlie Blackman. 
Wow, that would be so shocking because we, I mean, we just see him as a Rocky for life. So him not being in purple would be, I think, really jarring for the the entire state of Colorado. Not to be dramatic, but I think people would, would be shook. Yeah, when I talked to Dick Monfort last month, that was one of the questions I floated out there about Charlie Blackman having his number 19 retired and seemed to think, yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, that being said, you know, Cargo's uh, number five isn't retired partially because, you know, it, how much does it have to do with the fact that in, you know, 2019 he played with Cleveland and he played with the Cubs. So he didn't, uh, you know, be that full-time Rocky. Of course, he started his career with the A's for a season there. Um, but nevertheless, you know, Charlie has been a lifelong Rocky. He's almost number two in every category uh, in most of the counting stats behind Todd Helton, uh, Mr. Rocky. So this could, you know, tarnish that image. I mean, somewhat slightly. We'll see what happens in, in, in the years as they go by. But if he finishes up as a Rocky, and uh, I really thought that they, the Rockies might be wise to give him an extension, you know, for next season. Again, more so for what he can do uh, off the field or in the clubhouse than on the field, just kind of helping bridge that gap and showing the way uh, for a lot of these young guys. Uh, if, if you do believe that Ryan McMahon and Kyle Freeland uh, are the guys to, to lead the next generation of players, you know, into into contention, in, into more relevancy uh, for the franchise, then maybe you don't need Charlie Blackman around for 2024. But Blackman will be around for 2024. So maybe that's, uh, that's part of it right there. But Charlie Blackman, if he goes to a contender, it seems as if he might be open to some uh, something like that. And, uh, and you certainly wouldn't blame him to try to, you know, have one last shot to, to possibly get a World Series ring. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's circle back to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, let's circle back to the rest of the NLS. I don't know if you saw the um, comments from, um, from Peter Seidler of the Padres, but he, I feel like those Dick Montfort comments are living rent-free in his head because he is still talking about what his fellow owners have to say about his spending. But, um, I, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Did you see um, this, the comments he made yesterday, Patrick? Yeah, it did, did look like thinly veiled at, hey, just so you know, we're good. Like, we've, we've got our stuff uh, in order. You know, we're, we're, we're fine. Our, our house is, is in good shape. So uh, it did seem like, you know, that Seidler did say that. Uh, there was another owner out there uh, that I did end up seeing kind of making some, like, similar comments of, like, yeah, no, we're, we're going, going for it. We're, we're, we're trying to win. We're not trying to avoid being bad for a while to be good. You know what? The goal is to win a championship. Let's let's go out and let's let's win a championship. And Seidler definitely wants to do that. And if he wants to spend, great. If he wants to run his, his baseball team like a baseball team, that's great. That's refreshing. That that's a good thing. That's what Stephen A. Cohen is doing right now uh, with the Mets. But if you want to run it like a business, then you're going to be profitable. And and if you own stock in that business, if you own some shares in that business, that's great. Uh, but not so great for the fans who you know have to follow that team kind of just float across the middle without really taking too many risks. Yeah, no, I think one of the comments he made, he said that doing nothing is also a risk. And it's hard to not take something like that personally as a, you know, person who, uh, as, you know, part of the Rockies fandom community. Um, him saying doing nothing is also a risk. So, yeah, of course, spending lots of money is so risky, but doing nothing just as risky, maybe riskier. Yeah, that's definitely a shot across the bow right there uh, as far as saying, hey, Rockies. We, we see you. I mean, hey, the Rockies did sign one free agent that wasn't their own. They signed two. Jose Reina was a re-sign. But Pierce Johnson was with the Padres last year, too. So uh, it's kind of interesting. Padres spend. They discard players. And then Rockies can pick up the scraps on that. 
Um, but you're right, they're, they're actually doing something uh, as opposed to nothing. And so that's, uh, that, that's positive for your fan base. And uh, I, I was talking earlier today about Iraqis not doing anything with FanFest, you know, and not really engaging with the community and how uh, that, I think that's a disappointment for a lot of fans. One of the things we talked about yesterday uh, with PHNX, me and Derek, is uh, at Chase Field, they have like a promotion essentially where uh, they have a different hot dog, like a different theme, depending on the team that they're playing against and how, you know, some fans are like, oh, they're just catering to the opposing team's fans. When I actually don't see that at all. First off, there's not a ton of fans who make the, the trek down to Arizona. Chase Field is not Coors Field. It's not a baseball cathedral in the same way. But if you're a season ticket holder, just having the same thing over and over again could be, you know, maybe nauseating. We are talking about hot dogs here. So if you can come to the ballpark and then have a new fresh flair uh, and, and a different flavor to your hot dog, that's a positive thing. So uh, that kind of fan engagement uh, can be really refreshing, uh, regardless if you're winning, uh, you know, ball games and winning championships. You still need to make that connection with fans. You know what? I don't see the hot dog thing as like catering to tourists, but I feel like Arizona is a place where a lot of people from colder locations will move to. So I feel like maybe it could be catering to them a little bit, but at the same time, why not have fun and mix up the menu for those season ticket holders? That's right. Um, Patrick, who else have you had conversations with this morning? Uh, this morning, you know, Bud Black, obviously, you know, we talked to him. Michael Tolio was a guy that uh, I caught up to a little bit uh, in these last two days. Tolia is a player that's, you know, like a lot of the guys on the fringe. You know, we've been writing about it at the dnbr.com about, you know, if you can hit left-handed, that's going to give you an advantage. If you've got options to go back to the minors, that can be helpful. If you can play infield and outfield, that's good. And so Tolia does check off a lot of those boxes, but he's not guaranteed uh, a spot on the on the big league roster. His strikeout rate is still a little bit higher uh, than than you you'd like for it to be. So he he needs to clean that up. That's hard to do at the big league level. So going back down to AAA and, and kind of get consistent playing time can be really helpful. So uh, Buddy was was talking about him. I did have a, an interesting interaction with Tolio yesterday, where you know there was a song playing in the clubhouse, and I was curious who knew the song, and it, and it wasn't it was it was the it was the first single of a second album for a kind of a one hit wonder band and no one really knew. And I said, Oh, it's, you know, it's third eye blind was, was the band never let you go off their second album. And oh Michael Tolio goes, hey, wait a minute. Michael Tolio goes, they sing jumper. And so I was surprised he went jumper rather than a semi charmed life. And then we went down the rabbit hole and he goes, well, you know, that was in, I think it was in yes, man with Jim Carrey. And I go, Hey, do you know who can do a good Jim Carrey impersonation? Brent Suter. And of he goes, course, I remember that. I remember that, uh, and then it was, and then he goes on his phone, pulls it up, does a Google search. He's like, "Here, come over," and we kind of crowd around his cell phone and watch Brent Suter do a Jim Carrey impersonation. You know, doing play-by-play -play with the Brewers, uh, one of the last couple years. So uh, that's just kind of the one of the like laid-back things that happens uh, at spring training, and uh, you get guys talking openly and honestly about their their previous year. Uh, I caught up with Zach Veen, and we got a new article up on the DNVR.com all about you know Zach Veen and how he said, frankly. He was pissed off with his play uh, when he was in Hartford, you know, um, 141 plate appearances. Uh, it just didn't go the way he would have liked. And he got a chance to maybe recharge a little bit, take a break, and then go to the Arizona Fall League where he broke out uh, as, as he has his entire career, both high school and professionally in the minor leagues with the Rockies. He was the Arizona Fall League's offensive player of the year. Uh, and so that kind of, you know, the ability to remember where he was from, uh, so he said, 
uh, you know, was, was really helpful for him. He put on 20 pounds, you know, to, to help him out. Uh, and he also said, you know what, I'm working on getting a little bit uh, underneath the ball. I'm looking to try to put the ball in the air. So in addition to all those stolen bases, we could see an increase in home runs from Zach Veen this year. Uh, again, he talks about that in greater detail over at the DNVR.com. Um, I love that. We love hearing from Zach Veen. We love hearing from you, Patrick. I just have one more question. Where the heck are your shady rays? Because I feel like you and Veen were supposed to be bonding over these because y'all got swag. I'll have to wear them into the clubhouse tomorrow. I have them. I brought them with me. Uh, I somehow in the 900-mile the trek did not lose them. So uh, I'm, I'm very proud of that. Um, shots fired there, Susie. No, I, I, I will have to wear them and see if and see if – I can uh, and I can get some some positive comments and feedback. Daniel Bard noticed I cut my hair. He's the only one that's actually noticed. He said I don't look like uh, Blake Anderson anymore from Workaholics. You broke his heart. He loved that look. He did. Yeah, yeah. I have the same profile. When I when my hair's back, it just looks like it's back in a ponytail, but it's it's not at all. Susie, before I go, because before I go, I do want to ask you something. Uh, and Jake as well. What's going on, Jake? Uh, do either of you, when you hear the word predetermined? What, what does that mean to you, predetermined? What do you think of when you hear predetermined? I, I, I hear something that is already planned, something that has, we've decided it's happening. Foregone conclusion. Sure. Yes. Sure. Fake, if I say fake, fake and predetermined, what, what uh, type of entertainment are you thinking of? Wrestling. <laughs> yes. So we learned, all the, all the All-City guys, we got together uh, the other night, and in, in the middle of our conversation, wrestling ended up coming up. Uh, and Derek and Jesse, they're on the PHNX uh, Diamondbacks coverage. And Derek is a huge wrestling guy. He was at the wrestling event last night at AEW. And in the, in the process of talking about it, the term predetermined came up. And Jesse said, it, what do you mean it's predetermined? Jesse Friedman, now on another broadcast on a totally other network, it needs to be known. It needs to be uh, put out there into the ether. He didn't know it was fake. An adult man did not know wrestling was fake. It blew Derek's mind. We talked about it for like 15 minutes on the podcast yesterday. And so uh, I'm still kind of reeling from the fact that someone did not know wrestling was fake. I mean, I, I'm kind of impressed with myself for knowing so much about wrestling compared to Jesse. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. Um, Patrick, thank, thank you so much for taking the time to pop on the pod. We will be able to talk to you tomorrow afternoon, right? Five o'clock or we're we doing 11? It's actually, the show's at 4.30 tomorrow because of the abs. No, just kidding. We love the abs. But, you know, yeah, the show's going to be a I touch earlier. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be at the PHNX studios for that one. So, yeah, I'm down. Yo, those are some nice studios. We will see you there tomorrow, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining the pod. Your pod, the pod that we host together. <laughs> Thank you for being here on it. <laughs> I appreciate you, uh, uh, having me on the uh, Schwanitz and Schwoozy show. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, that. he's not co-hosting. He's just, he's he helped with the Shady Rays ad. See you, Patrick. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye. See you. Talk to you tomorrow. See ya. Um, oh, AJ heard your Av slander. Well, I said no. I was kidding. AJ, calm down. <laughs> are you still in Canada? <laughs> where, where, where are you at? Let's throw down. <laughs> Um, uh, all right, before we um, ask Jake some questions about his baseball fandom, because, you know, I feel like everyone should know 
where the rest of our DNVR colleagues stand on on baseball. But first, we got to talk about Foco because they are the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, bobbleheads, collectibles, novelty items, and more. My favorite Foco item forever is that big blanket sweatshirt that I have um, that I was supposed to, I, I was supposed to wear it on the show, but I just wear it in my house every single day. <laughs> you kill that look, by the way. I've seen it at Broncos tailgates. Yes, I love, it's actually so warm too. I wore it the other day to shovel snow. <laughs> and like, I was totally fine. It was so warm and it was so comfy. <laughs> um, but, but listen, they, they've got so many great bobbleheads that we have floating around back here. They've got all kinds of officially licensed gear for all sports, not just the Denver sports, but if you want to get gifts for people who are in other markets, they have, they have so many great items for all the fandoms. Uh, so go to foco.com and see all that they have to offer. So yeah, FOCO has our back for Colorado sports and they have yours too. get the best offer around by using the link in our description for all non pre-sale items. Use promo code DNVR for 10% off. And listen, football may be over, but DraftKings is never over. We are making all kinds of bets on baseball because that's the season is the season. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly if you win. So head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use code DNVR. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Jake. Susie. Hello, Jake. How are you? You grew up in Albuquerque, correct? I did. So were you an Isotopes fan as a child? Uh, fan is an interesting word. An I, Isotopes uh, attender? Yes, I was a very, <laughs> very much so an Isotopes attender. An Isotopes attender. Were they the Dodgers affiliate back then? Yeah, I saw them when they were the Dodgers affiliate. I saw them when they were the Marlins affiliate. Ooh. Um, and now the Rockies, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And obviously Rockies, best era, correct? Uh, yes sure. or no? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you you were a Tigers fan growing up. I was. Why? Um, my family's from Michigan. So oh, okay. My grandpa grew up and my dad lived there for a bit. So big Michigan football fan. Uh, got passed down all the other Detroit teams. Thankfully not the Lions. I got to pick the Broncos for myself, which is why I'm a Broncos fan and why I like all the Michigan teams. Um, huh. So yeah, Tigers fan. Haven't been invested in baseball in quite a while now. Yeah, no, I guess so. Um, and now, of course, you live in a place where it's a little bit of a struggle to yeah, be a yeah. fan. But, um, you know, I know CU is your whole life. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Coach Prime is your everything at this moment. Yes. But I'm going to see how much you are paying attention to baseball headlines. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did you hear, Jake? A former MLB pitcher is trying to get rid of the border to Canada. No. <laughs> Do you think that's true? Uh, I'm going to say it is true. <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> Who said that? Bill Lee is running for governor of Vermont. And <laughs> one of the things, one of his platforms is it's too hard to get in and out of Canada. His wife was born in Canada and they just want it to be easier to get in and out of Canada. So this is changing international borders for personal reasons. Yes. Interesting strategy. He is also so annoyed at how much his phone has been ringing during this election. 
Well, and bummer. What, <laughs> what a yeah, bummer. For you. <laughs> um, wait, what did AJ say? I can't read this. Uh, he's home. Oh, he's home. Oh, crap. He's home. Also, <laughs> it's much easier to come at me now. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a Red Wings fan anymore. I was like a Red Wings fan pre-lockout mm. and then post-lockout just kind of, I couldn't watch hockey, so. Are you an Avs fan now? Uh, I'd say so. Did, I were guess. you here? Were I don't we, know if that's allowed, though. Were you here when we got to meet the Stanley Cup? Yeah. You were, you worked here already. It's, yes. it's hard to keep track of the timeline because when things happen during baseball season, I just don't know. I was still new then, but yes, I did meet the Cup. You did. Did you kiss mm -hmm. it? No, no, no. I kissed it, so I'm not allowed to ever talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm like banned from Flyers games now. Oh, yikes. But it's, it's fine. Yeah, you crossed the line. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> but also I'm boycotting the abs until Alyssa gets her ring. Dude, I'm going to pick it up. There you go. Yo! Congrats, Alyssa. Congrats. Thank you. I love this. Okay, let's do a little would you rather. Okay. Would you rather... What, let, how should we do this? Um, are you more of a Lions fan? Not Lions fan. Tigers no, fan no, no. right now? Are you more of a Tigers fan right now or a Rockies fan right now if you were to pick a baseball team to latch onto? I'd say Rockies. Okay, good answer. Um, it's, okay, so would you rather the Rockies win one World Series and then never win anything ever again? <laughs> or they make it to the playoffs every year, but they never win a the title. chip? I think you got to go with the title, right? The I World Series title? I think you do. I, I think mean, you do. Long-term losses for short-term gain, I guess. But <laughs> that's fine. At least you won one. Yes. Um, okay, so as a casual baseball fan, would you rather witness a no-hitter or witness an absolute slugfest? Slugfest. Slugfest. Yes. Hmm. Especially if I'm there in person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should just go to Coors Field. It's always a slugfest. Oh, that, Almost exactly. always a slugfest. Of fest. course, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so let's say they're making a movie about your life. Would you rather be played by Danny Trejo or Danny <laughs> DeVito? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Danny Trejo, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone says Danny DeVito, but I'm glad that <laughs> we finally no, have somebody who said something. No, he's way cooler than Danny DeVito. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, which Rockies player would you most like to get... Which Rockies player would you most like to be in an escape room with? <laughs> I don't know. Who do you think is the craftiest, like, smartest baseball player on the team right now? You know, That's who I want. You know who I would pick? Who? Nolan Arenado. Well, isn't he? <laughs> Nolan Arenado because he can get out of anything. Oh, okay. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That was my joke. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, I'm glad this worked out. Hey, Jake, thank you so much. Absolutely. For coming on the pod. What do you have going on today? You have a really busy day out in Boulder. Um, we are leaving right now to go to a press conference. I've got a basketball game tonight, um, and we have a show in between all that. So. All right. Well, I'll let you day. get to it. Sco scoot on out okay, now. Okay. Bye. Thank get, you. Get. Get. Shout out Shady Rays. All right, Jake, thank you for joining the pod. Um, this was a super fun show. Um, we got to let y'all know. I think we mentioned this briefly. The show will be at 4.30 tomorrow, uh, live on our YouTube channel. 
And RG, Ryan Green, will be the co-host. So it'll be a really good chaotic time. And Alyssa will also be back to produce. So we are going to have so much fun. Keep in mind, mark your calendar, April 29th. It is a Saturday. We are doing a DNVR takeover at that Rockies D-backs game. It's a 6-10 game. You are getting a $10 concession credit. You are getting a free T-shirt. Like We all get to match. We're all going to have matching T-shirts. Uh, that's the vibe. And there's going to be a bus from the bar. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to call out sick to Patrick that day, but then show up at the takeover. It's going to be a lot of fun. But yeah, follow all of the great spring training content we have going on. You can find that at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. You can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And Alyssa, do you know what they say about me closing out a show? That you don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. So I'll just say see you later. We will talk to you tomorrow at 4.30 p.m.